Every week they talk about music coming into Milwaukee and music coming out of Milwaukee. Here's Evan Ritleski of 88.9 and Piet Levy of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. This is Tapped In. Hello, hello, hello. I am Evan, here as always with Piet. And Piet, this week we are talking about one of my favorite things to talk about, always Milwaukee rap. Uh, it has been a great couple years for the Milwaukee rap scene, as we've talked about on this show. Plenty, of course, Lakia, Milwaukee veteran, is just still crushing it out there. Love to see it. She's getting all these festival dates. Uh, really helped draw a lot more attention to the city. But then there's, as always, a whole bunch of new artists coming up, putting out new releases, new sounds. This week, we want to talk about a few of them, most of whom are kind of more on the traditional hip-hop side of things, uh, which I love to see kind of some new creativity in that sphere. Uh, one of the artists we want to talk about, the artist we both like a lot, uh, Piet, Huey V. What can you tell us about Huey V? Yeah, Huey V is really interesting and definitely someone to watch because, you know, here's an artist who uh, has kind of their ear to the, the local street rap scene but clearly has some really, really big ambitions too. Not to say that a lot of, you know, Milwaukee street rappers don't, but what's happening here with Huey V is, is I think he, he really gets a sense of kind of the, the grit and the swagger and the sound and the style of, of that regional style of uh, hip hop. But his verses, his production, there's this big cinematic, almost like a life or death sort of urgency to the way he, he presents himself, the way the songs present themselves, and just really feels like it's on a really grand scale. Uh, and that was kind of the appeal of the street rap scene is like it didn't feel like super big and glossy. Somehow Huey V's found a way to make something really big and dramatic but still feel very authentic, which I think has made him extremely successful. I mean, already, you know, he signed to Warehouse Music Group, which is a label that's run by uh, Memphis Bleak. Uh, Memphis Bleak uh, was a hype man for Jay-Z. Definitely he's got some great credentials. Uh, one of his newer songs, uh, After the Deal, the music video for that, I mean, it's a, it's a really killer song. The music video got like 300,000 YouTube views in just a few weeks. And again, the, 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 the vibe on that is kind of definitely glossier than what you might see from like uh, Chicken Pea and, and some of those other artists that are well-known regionally and have gotten some attention on YouTube. He's doing something a little bit different, but still doing it incredibly well. And I think it's really interesting what's happening here. And it might be a game changer for the scene. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. I think, you know, I'm so used to uh, artists with a certain sound getting all the streams. You know, we've seen lots of artists do hundreds of thousands of views in the city, which is, it's remarkable every time. But uh, a lot of it is on the back of a very popular sound that there's a built-in yeah. audience for. To see an artist like QEV break from that sound and still do those kinds of numbers, that's really exciting. Yeah, it's incredibly exciting, and uh, I think it, it. I think it's gonna. It's showing kind of an evolution because you you have a lot of artists who kind of are very like minded and and uh, have worked in a certain with a certain sort of blueprint. He's definitely kind of working with a very different sort of blueprint here, finding some really good success. And I think it might potentially break the dam a bit. I mean, it's similar to like Lakia, who kind of would do street rap songs and and had her ear to the Milwaukee hip hop scene, what it sounds like, but was at the same time was just trying all sorts of other big things on a really grand scale. Huey is doing kind of the same thing, uh, but doing it right right here in Milwaukee and not necessarily with a huge label like Quality Control like Lakia has, but still doing it with some really, really promising success. And has an EP coming out soon that should be uh, do really well for him too. Now, another artist that, that's caught both of our ears, Cam Will, he's got a new single, Dance With Me. What do you think of this track? Yeah, I think it's really good. And, and Cam Will is another kind of artist who is doing his own thing. I, it's really hard for me to think of anyone that can I can kind of compare him with in the Milwaukee scene. But he you know, has this really great 
ear for for production. He's got a really cool kind of uh, laid back flow. I, I love. Uh, there's some really good humor on Dance with Me. There's a really great line where he says, "They do me dirty. That's why I keep the hand sand." And I think that's just a really great line. It really, I love it so much. So there's there's some really smart cleverness there too. Um, and again, he's doing something very different. But again, he's he's doing it on a, on a pretty elevated level to the point that I think he's you know he may not get like QEV numbers yet, but I think there's a lot of promise there, and I think he could get some bigger national recognition. And this is a good example of an artist well on his way. And then uh, two other artists that uh, we're both fans of. Uh, these are veterans that if you follow Milwaukee rap, you're, you're probably familiar with. Blacks, the Milwaukee rapper formerly known as Debussy, he just put out this great uh, project called Angelina. And it is funny. If you're an old school hip hop head, you will enjoy this. It's it's filled with like callbacks to, uh, I, I hear there's like one song that, that's a play on De La Soul. You know, it's very much that like spin on early 90s rap, but it's not a straight nostalgia act. It's an update of those sounds, which is Really, really fun to hear. And then, of course, uh, Dano, a personal favorite of both of us. Dano is one half of the MT Twins. He just put out a project called Kid on Fire. What do you think of that one? I think it's really good. I think it's a really great continuation of MT's album, which that was my favorite hip-hop album last year, which um, I think you you called it Pain Rap, which was very spot on because it is really... It's really painful. It's really um, very vulnerable what they were rapping about on there. And Dono's kind of doing the same thing here. You know, he's got this this track called Perfect Ending. I think it samples uh, Monster from Eminem. And there's a line that just, he says it so casually, but it just uh, it just like cuts the bone where he's like, I cannot raise another life. I got problems with living. I mean, just there's just so many lines like that throughout this. They're just heartbreaking, heartbreaking to hear. But he, he delivers it with such... Um, such openness and it's just it really just draws you in and you really feel what he's feeling all right stick around we are going to continue this conversation after the break we're going to have a little bit of a state of milwaukee rap uh talk you and me piet it'll be fun uh stick around this is uh tapped in we all wish we can find a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow but have you ever considered that there might be one at the end of your driveway That car, truck, or boat you don't need could power hours of your favorite on-air programming when you donate it to Radio Milwaukee. Pickup is free, and you can qualify for a tax deduction. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org slash cars to learn more. And we are back. Evan, Piet, Captain, hip-hop. Piet, how are you feeling about the Milwaukee rap scene? <laughs> has, it, has it blown up? Is it, is it where you thought it would be? Like a year ago, I think it was a year ago, we did an episode about how uh, Milwaukee rap was uh, preparing for a really big year. Because uh, it was. Just was getting a lot of buzz. Pitchfork had just written that article about it. Uh, social media said, Milwaukee's next. Uh, that was probably an overstatement. I think we both probably believe that was overselling it a little bit. But how are we doing? Yeah, I think it, it was unfortunately an overstatement and something we've kind of gotten used to. I think you and I and people who follow hip hop get really excited and really think this is happening. It's happening, people. It's like that that <laughs> gif of uh, that gif of Michael Scott, like it's happening. Like we're just like screaming. I think we might be a little little inclined to jump to that point a little quickly. Um, I know that when we talked, we were talking about looking at like how the summer seemed like a huge year. And um, there was, I was so pumped about that. Uh, we outside concert because there were no concerts, but they, there was a big hip hop showcase at the state fair park uh, that DJ Mando was a, a, a DJ in town put together. It was really cool because it did have, it did give a stage to a lot of major players, um, you know, like uh, solo key and, and chicken P and Lakia. they were all on that bill and others. 
and it was great that they could play a show. And it was one of the first big shows in in the city. I mean, it wasn't like a huge show in terms of the draw it had, but it was wonderful that that existed. I was hoping that would be the beginning of something, and I don't know if it's really happened yet. I mean, I I was a little disappointed that there wasn't more like local hip hop representation, like at Summerfest and in the city. But but also, I, I keep in, you know I'm, keep in mind that things are just kind of everyone's just getting their 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 legs, sea legs back, you know? So, um, I mean, I hope that we'll see an even bigger year this year for Milwaukee hip hop. Um, it should be, I mean, it always should be, but I feel like there's so many good people in town doing some really interesting things that I would love to see just bigger opportunities, bigger platforms, bigger stages for, for these artists. I, uh, I have a mostly optimistic take on, on where Milwaukee rap is right now. I think it's in, in a very good place and best of all, a sustainable place. Yeah. I think it's made a name for itself over the last several years. Um, the people who care are paying attention. Uh, there is an opportunity for some of these artists to break out. Now, the challenge with rap is it moves so fast that you look at the Milwaukee rappers from like three years ago who were buzzing, who are still young, and their window is kind of closed a little bit. It just doesn't stay open permanently. You know, it's it's always on to the next with Milwaukee yeah. rap. Uh, one very tragic setback, as we've talked about on this show, was the death of Big Juan. I think that was an artist that I'd certainly pegged like from the first time I heard him as like possibly the one. And I know a lot of people in the scene heard the same promise and, and yeah. talent and wit. Um, you lose a figure like that, it, it feels... It feels a little bit like starting over again. It was like, oh man, that was that was us. That was that was where we were going. We don't have that right now, and that uh, that stings. But I, I feel like people are like plugged in to what the city is doing, and they care. And like that's that's exciting to me. That's all you want, right? All you want is is a chance, a shot, uh, a chance to be heard, which I think for like over a decade, Milwaukee rappers really didn't have. <laughs> you know, like if any Milwaukee rapper was going to break out, it was just going to be some fluky success of somebody signed something and, and that was it. What we built now is like a more organic infrastructure um, for actually introducing these acts to people. And I, I think that's exciting. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, it it's definitely, since I started working and covering music full-time in 2012, I mean, at that time, there wasn't any sort of real true respect for Milwaukee hip-hop, you know, from a lot of people. And I start, you started to see, like, 2015, 2016, 2017, you know, there was a lot more attention to that. A lot of, you know, star rappers in the scene were getting those fest those prime festival slots. Ishtar was such a huge, huge deal <laughs> and and getting numbers that are now becoming more regular. I mean, when, when Ishtar would get hundreds of thousands of streams for something, it was like, what? This happened? And now that happens relatively frequently. Mm -hmm. um, and it's wonderful that that, you know, it just, it does keep getting better and better and better. I, I do feel that optimism that it will continue to get better. I think Lakia um, had a really great year last year and represented Milwaukee very well and probably has a really strong year again this year. I know she was booked for, for Rolling Loud, uh, you know, on the same bill as Kendrick Lamar and, and Yee and Future and all the biggest names in hip hop. Uh, she'll be on that bill in Miami in the summer. You know, what I really hope to see is, is just more 
um, there, there is an audience for this, but it is still very much an online audience. And I really hope we can see that manifested more in, in a physical way mm. where, you know, that, that We Outside concert was so exciting and so promising, but it was, it was done through the passion of a local uh, DJ and a member of the music scene who saw that same potential that like you and I see and so many people see, but no one had kind of, you know, spent resources to make it happen and 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 he did and, and his team did and you know it, it was you know a, a modest kind of crowd but it was still it still happened it was still a show mm-hmm. and it still gave a chance for um these these stars in the local hip-hop scene who'd never really played many shows to play like a, a decent big show i would just love though to see more um more respect and opportunities kind of come from from kind of the the, the 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 key holders, I guess, in the local music scene. I really would love to see you know some of these artists get booked at Summerfest and get really big stages. Mm-hmm. I, I you know I really want to see you know the Pap Cedar now that they're kind of getting back in the swing of things. I'd love to see them try to book more things or the Rave book more stuff with like you know with local rappers as like the stars. I, I just think there's there's so many opportunities out there um, for some really great talents. And it hasn't quite happened to the level that I, I think it deserves to happen to yet. I, yeah, I think I think Piet, you you really touched on something. It's so siloed. Like yeah. these, these artists are experiencing huge success, but it's also like totally invisible if you're not paying attention because yep. you have to be listening to these playlists or following them on YouTube or following them on Instagram. And if you are, it's really exciting. And if you're not, it's like it's not happening. And I think that's a little disappointing for the city, right? Like what we wanted was a true, a true rap star, you know, somebody we could point to and that everybody knows. And Lakia is coming close. I mean, she's yeah. with some of those like playlist uh, placements that she's getting on Spotify. Like she is, she is out there in the wild, and that that's great. But it's it's not quite the success that like people had envisioned. Uh, before we close out the show, Piet, I want to talk to you a little bit about. Huey V and his approach, which we talked, which we talked about at, at the top of the show, how unusual it was for an artist, um, an artist in his lane to do the kinds of streams that he's doing. You know, he did just did uh, three hundred, uh, what three hundred thousand views plus with his new single after the deal. And what's really interesting to me about that is, um, you know, the artists who do those streams tend to sound like the Midwest. They tend to sound like Milwaukee or kind of Detroit. And people plugged in with that niche style of music listen, and that's 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 what they go to. For so many years, when I was covering Milwaukee rap, I would always talk to these rappers who would talk to me about their ambitions to be the biggest star in the world. Like, I'm going to be the one that puts Milwaukee rap on the map. I'm going to be the biggest since Cuckoo Cow. You still hear that, but uh, you used to hear it even more. And I go, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And it never happened. It just, because stardom doesn't work that way. You can't just will yourself to be one of the biggest stars in one of the most crowded genres in the world when you're up against literally hundreds of uh, thousands, if not maybe even literally millions of other people who want to be a rap star. It just doesn't work that way. When when artists think national first, I'm gonna I'm gonna blow up everywhere, then put Milwaukee in the map. That just historically hasn't been the way it works. Huey V is like as close as I've seen m- almost any Milwaukee rapper come to reversing that. You know, here's a guy who is I, I did an interview with him a few weeks ago and he's 
smart guy, great conversation, clearly plugged into what's going on in the city, which I love. You know, he he does follow the chicken peas and the Lakias and everything. And and he really does think he can be the one with a slightly more commercial, polished pop sound to put a spotlight on Milwaukee. And and he's he's getting some traction. That's cool to see. It's really cool to see. And you know, he's only done a couple couple songs so far. He's got this EP that's gonna be coming out this spring. You know, when I hear him, he kind of reminds me almost like Milwaukee's like little baby. I, I just I just feel like he he has that kind of big kind of star power and appeal to, you know, to really appeal to big hip hop fans, but also has that kind of crossover pop appeal. Um, again, I think as we mentioned at the top of the segment, I mean, his delivery is just so it's very dramatic and I love it. Mm-hmm. I just love, I love how dramatic it is. You just, you were on a ride with this guy when he's, when he's rapping and, and the verses or uh, the production also just feels like really, it's just a thrill ride hearing, hearing some of his, his early stuff. Um, and I think it's just, so, it's just so cool. It's, it's, it's thrilling, but also just feels very relatable too. Um, you know, it's, it's not just, it, it, it is, it's, it's, uh, you know, you get Superman and Bruce Wayne a little bit, <laughs> or Batman, Batman and Bruce Wayne a little bit. You know what I mean? Like you, you feel, you feel both personas kind of in there, like, you know, very, very real, but also just really kind of bold and huge. Um, so I think he's, he's onto something and I'm really excited to see where he goes from here. And hopefully people in the city will book him for stuff and book others for stuff. <laughs> let's go back to that too. Let's that is the missing, that is the missing equation. That is, Man. that is what is missing is, you know? <laughs> yeah. I remember when Ishtar was booked at Summerfest um, for like an afternoon slot on a Tuesday. This was like when we were writing, talking about him, writing about him. I think Summerfest just kind of did it at the last minute to fill a slot. He had thousands of people there for him. It was incredible. You know what I mean? It was so exciting at the Miller Lite uh, stage on like a Tuesday at like five. It was stunning. They weren't there for the headliner. They were there for him. You could tell. And so I, I think there is that there are some people like Huey V and others who Lakia needs to be at Summerfest. There's people that need to play the biggest yeah. stages in the city that get those opportunities that would help bring more attention in the city, get them more fan base, get more of a support. Uh, and and it, that helps to create more infrastructure too. So yes. those, gate, those gatekeepers need to do that. Please yes, do. Yes, 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 yes. I'm just going to say yes for another minute. Because because the artists have done, not to belabor it, they have done their part. They're making good music, right? They've got it up to that, that standard it always needed to be at. They are organically getting buzz. They are good on social. They are getting the views. They are getting the streams. They have done their part. Like, we can't ask any more of Milwaukee rappers than what they're already doing, honestly. Honest to God, it, now it is the city's time to support. You are, you are totally right, Piet. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Just yes, 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 yes. Yeah. All right. I could go on. Just uh, Kenny, loop me saying yes for like the next four minutes as we ride out this episode. That does it for today, Piet. Thank you for indulging me in our little uh, state of Milwaukee hip hop talk. Good things, though. I think good things are ahead. I'm still very bullish, still very bullish on this uh, this Milwaukee rap scene. We're very lucky to have it. You can check out all of Piet's coverage, rap and otherwise, at jsonline.com. You can follow us at radiomilwaukee.org and find this podcast, as you obviously know if you made it this deep into me saying yes again, anywhere you listen to your podcasts. Tapped In is produced by the great Kenny Perez, who every Saturday night curates this awesome show on our station in the mix. Hours of curated DJ mixes to kick off your weekend is super cool. 
uh, star DJs from around the world and also from Milwaukee. It's just really, really cool getting uh, in the staying in the loop with that scene. You know, I, Piet, I'm too old to go to clubs like I used to. This makes me feel like I'm a little grounded, a little more connected. Anyway, that is Saturday nights. Thank you, Kenny. Thank you for looping me saying yes. And thanks to our subscribers too, and of course the members who make the show possible. Piet, I will see you next time when I promise I'll be a little more dialed down. I tapped in. <laughs> see you next time, Evan. <laughs>